Welcome to More, the podcast where Debbie will explore real-life applicable ways to get more out of your life. And here's Debbie. Hello, everybody, and here we are getting ready to do another podcast. This is podcast number 15. It's crazy how fast time goes and how things are rolling along. And I'm having a great time, and I hope you are too. Um, it's, we're kind of starting, it's getting towards the end of July, getting towards the end of summer. And I love summer mostly because of the weather, not because of being, you know, off of my job. Cause I absolutely love my job. But, um, in fact, I'm excited to start my job back up again. Um, and I feel like I do better when I'm in a situation where I am forced to get up every day. I'm forced to kind of go through a routine. I tend to exercise better and eat better and do all those things. So, but we're kind of winding down summer a little bit. Um, this weekend I'm going on a bike ride called Saints to Sinners. It's kind of a funny name, but, um, it's, called Saints to Sinners because it starts in Salt Lake City, Utah, and it goes down to Vegas, and Salt Lake City is the capital of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and so they're called the Saints, right? Um, And Sinners, you know, Vegas, what happens in Vegas is crazy, right? Um, But that doesn't mean that if you live in Vegas, you're a sinner, because I love people that live in Vegas. But anyway, um, just kind of a funny name for a bike ride. So it's about a 350, 400 mile bike ride in the heat of the day and all night long. So it's going to be crazy fun and um, it'll be exciting. We'll have a team of, of like 10 riders or so and we'll all just take turns riding. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, I'm excited about it. And build camaraderie and my daughter and my son are going to, my daughter and my husband are going to do it with me. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, anyway, we are going to continue with James Allen's book, As a Man Thinketh. And the next two sections we're going to talk about today, the first one is effective thought on health and the body. And I know, um, if you're a kid listening, then maybe this isn't as applicable to you. I know when I was a kid, I thought I was pretty invincible and things didn't matter to me so much. But I think doesn't matter who you are, you'll find, I mean, I heard this when I was a kid and, and you know, I believe it and it's good to hear and good to know. Um, but I do believe that having a good positive mindset does lead to better health. And um, he says, James Allen says, disease and health, like circumstances, are rooted in thought. And I think last time I talked a little bit about how there are people that feel that you bring on certain diseases or illnesses and things. And and um, I truly believe that there are people that really think that. And um, I don't know where I fall in that spectrum, but I, I certainly do believe that the more positive thinking that you have, the better health you will have. He says, sickly thoughts will express themselves through a sickly body. And I think that's somewhat true. If you're always thinking negative and you're always looking at the, the bad side of everything, you're not going to be as healthy. You're not going to be as free. I know I told you last week where I felt like I was just overcome by these negative emotions and I felt like 
you know, I could just almost feel a weight lifted when I let it go. And I could feel the physical part of it. I could just feel so much different. And um, he says, thoughts of fear have been known to kill a man as speedily as a bullet. And they are continually killing thousands of people just as surely, though less rapidly. The people who live in fear of disease are the people who get it. Anxiety quickly demoralizes the whole body and lays it open to the entrance of disease, while impure thoughts, even if not physically indulged, will soon shatter the nervous system. It's interesting, like it says here, the people who live in fear of disease are the people who get it. And it's not always proven, right? I don't know that it's always proven. But um, definitely, I think the more that you focus on these kind of things, the more it's going to happen. Um, He says, strong, pure, and happy thoughts build up the body in vigor and grace. And I think there's no contention to that. Strong, pure, and happy thoughts build up the body in vigor and grace. I mean, when you just think of those, saying those words, strong, pure, and happy thoughts, just thinking of those words lift you. And I think it's crazy how, how that happens. He says, if you would perfect your body, guard your mind. And I think we so often think we don't, we don't notice what goes into our mind. We don't recognize the things that we feed into our mind and what it does. He says, a sour face does not come by chance. It is made by sour thoughts. And um, there was a study done at John Hopkins University And they said that people with a family history of heart disease that had a positive outlook were a third less likely to have a heart attack within the next 5 to 25 years than those people that had a negative outlook. And it's hard to do studies on this because it's so subjective. It's It's not set in stone. Like it's not sure. You know what I mean? So it's hard to have studies on this. But there have been some. And they're in University of Kansas. They did a study that says that smiling, even fake smiling, reduces your heart rate and your blood pressure. So really, um, a sour face does not come by chance. It's made by sour thoughts. And we truly allow ourselves to go there. We allow ourselves to go to negative thoughts and negative situations and think the worst. And so much of that can be helped And a lot of it, you know, like I said, I deal with this myself on a regular basis. Um, I keep thinking back to my podcast on controlling your emotions and knowing that um, living in the now makes such a difference. I was just talking to a friend of mine and she just took a trip with her husband and it was the first, it, this is not her first husband. And she was, they were going to go and, and uh, be with her family and she was worried that he was going to be, um, not enjoy it and be kind of negative and things like that. And she said, you know, she said to me, I chose to take the high road too. So when there were things that he wanted that I wasn't all interested in, I chose to be calm. And I know she specifically talked about when they were going to leave and she wanted to get a, a fresh start in the morning. And I said, I talked to her and I said, when did you leave? And she said, 8 p.m. And I said, ah, were you freaking out? And she said, no, I chose to take a deep breath and relax and just go, go with the flow. And honestly, just thinking of those words, relax, go with the flow, 
Don't get all worked up over nothing. You know, I think we do that too much. So think about the water example. I just, I keep coming back to the water example, but it's such a big one, right? And I just did a hike this morning and I saw water going down the ocean and, you know, it hits the rock and it doesn't even phase. It's not phased at all. So do we let ourselves get bent out of shape over the small things? Do we let mountains become molehills become mountains, right? So I think we need to really work on finding ways to take a deep breath, say this too will pass, Um, this is not the end, and I think when you work at that, then you have better thoughts. Um, James Allen says, there's no physician like cheerful thought for dissipating the ills of the body. So there, you, the best way to get rid of the ills of the body is to have cheerful thought is what he says. And I mean, when you hear the positive words in this and the negative words, you just feel differently. He says to live continually in thoughts of ill will, cynicism, suspicion, and envy is to be confined in a self-made prison hole. And we do that. We find ill will in others. I mean, it's so easy in whatever we're doing in our job, at our school, in our class, with our teacher, with the person that we sit by at school, with our coaches, with everything. It's so easy to find the things that we don't like about them with our spouses, with our parents. Um, It's just so easy. And so if we practice looking for the good, you know, so when you hear that sentence, to live continually in thoughts of ill will, cynicism, suspicion, and envy is to be confined in a self-made prison hole, it just feels heavy. But then when you listen to this sentence, but to think well of all, to be cheerful with all, and to patiently learn to find the good in all, son, such unselfish thoughts are the very portals of heaven, and to dwell day by day in thoughts of peace toward every creature will bring abounding peace to their possessor. Oh my gosh, it feels so light and so refreshing to think well of everybody. Do you think well of every person that you greet? Do you greet every person with love? That's what the the one scroll said. Every single person that I greet, I greet with love. Do you think well of all? Are you cheerful with everybody? I know at work I can be really cheerful and at home sometimes I'm not. And I think I've got to learn to do better. I can do better. And to patiently learn to find the good in all. Patiently learn Little by little, a little becomes a lot. You do a little at a time and you patiently learn to find the good in everybody. And then these unselfish thoughts are the portals of heaven. They take us right into heaven. And honestly, when you spend your time thinking in these kind of ways, then you do feel like you're almost going into heaven. He says, what? to dwell day by day in thoughts of peace toward every creature, every single person that you meet, every bug, every animal, whatever. Because I know you can get uptight about animals or bugs or whatever, you know. But if you think in peace toward every creature that comes in your contact, it will bring abounding peace to your soul. And boy, that feels so light and so refreshing. And so James Allen really says that, you know, you, you truly can 
um, have better health by having better mindset. And then the next section is called thought and purpose. And there's a lot to this one. There's a lot of meat in it. Um, he says, aimlessness is a vice. So I took up, I took time to look up vice and it's immoral or wicked behavior. Aimlessness, which is going without goals, without direction. He says, aimlessness is a vice and such drifting must not continue for him who would steer clear of catastrophe and destruction. So if you want to steer clear of catastrophe and destruction, be aimless. I mean, wait, wait, I said that wrong, right? So don't be aimless, right? If you want to steer clear of destruction and catastrophe, have aim, have goals, have directions in life. He says the people who have no central purpose in their life fall easy prey to worries, fears, troubles, and self-pity, which lead to failure, unhappiness, and loss. So um, one thing that I do at school that's a big deal for me, and it's huge. I think um, every teacher has goals for their students and things, but I, I truly, really have goals. And those kids, my students, they get their goals. They aim for their goals and the majority of them get them because there are rewards at the end. You know, it's not just, oh, we went to parent conference and my teacher said, oh, they got this on their goal. I mean, we have major all-day parties. And if they get their goals, then they get to go to the party. And so we work hard to get to these goals. And I'll tell you, when you're focused on these goals, you're focused on something other than your worries and your fears and your troubles. It's so great. There's nothing better than having goals and having a focus and a purpose. He says, the per- a person should steadily focus his thought forces upon the object which he has set before him. So whatever it is that you want to do. So this is where the vision board comes in. And I talked about the vision board before, but I have a vision board in my room and, and I could do better at the vision board. I probably need to read, um, update my vision board and, and think about it more. But the idea is that you have something that you really want and you think on it. Like my vision board has nine sections on it. And then, you know, I think about those nine things when I go to bed, when I wake up in the morning and, you know, every hour during the day, you try to think of that throughout the day. And if you're really thinking about those kind of things, that's what you're going to accomplish. Think about it. Think about like the president of the United States. I mean, you don't just become the president of the United States by just walking into it. You had to think of it. You had to think, hmm, I wonder if I could be the president of the United States. I wonder if I could do this. You know, and then you start to say, yeah, I think I can. Oh, there's a possibility. And then the president of the United States becomes the president of the United States, right? So, like, are you spending your time thinking about you, what you want, what you want to become? And then that's where it really gets hard some, for some people because they don't know what they want, you know? So maybe you write, sit down with a bucket list. Like, what do you want to do? What, like, where do you want to go? Like, I want to go to Africa. I just barely heard yesterday about these people that are going to Ecuador and they're doing a service mission there of serving people in an, in an orphanage. I want to do that. Um, I want to go to Machu Picchu. There's just so many things. I want to have cousin camp. I want, I, there's just so many things that I want to do. I want to support a missionary in my church. I mean, there's just boundless things, Right. So if you can't think of what you want to do, write down 
just sit down and get on the internet and start Googling things that you would, you could do and start visualizing that. Why, why are we spending our time? I mean, I guess I'm just, I'm really talking to my own self because I do this. I'm so bad at this. I've got to get stronger and maybe the podcasts are for, for just me. And if they're just for me, then at least I'm helping myself, right? Although I do appreciate all the listeners and all the people who are um, participating, but why, why do you, um, limit yourself? Think on the things that you want instead of the things that you can't accomplish. Oh my gosh. We compare ourselves so much to the next guy. I don't have this. I don't have that. I'm not this. I'm not that. Start thinking about what you do want. And then, um, he says, even if he fails again and again to accomplish his purpose, whatever your goal is, right? As necess- as he necessarily must until weakness over- is overcome, he says, you're going to fail until you're- you overcome your mind, right? But then he says, the strength of character gained will be the measure of his true success. So you may not get every single goal. You may not become every little thing that you set out to do, but you will gain some and you will gain strength of character and that will be your success. And that's your starting point for moving towards future power and triumph. And if you're struggling, really, if you're struggling on knowing what you really want in life, I don't think kids have a problem with this. I think a lot of kids just, hey, I want to do this. 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 I think adults have a bigger problem with it. I mean, what do I really want? You know? And so start, I mean, I say write down a bucket list, write down, try and write down 200 things, get a pad and a piece of paper and write down 200 things you want to do in your life. I don't care how old you are. Do two, write down 200 things that you want to do and then start whittling it down to the real things that you really do want to accomplish. And then spend the time thinking about that instead of thinking about the things that you're not going to do or that you can't do or that you're, you know, that you're not as good as the next guy. Oh my gosh, I'm so bad at doing this. He says, um, and then he says, for, for people who are not prepared for the apprehension of a great purpose, so that means If you don't know what you want, you should at least fix your thoughts upon the faultless performance of your duty, no matter how insignificant your task may appear. So whatever it is that you're doing at that moment, make it perfect, right? The faultless performance of your duty, no matter how insignificant the task may appear. So that's living in the now again. Like I've been thinking a lot about it, like brushing my teeth when I brush my teeth. Like I'm thinking about how well I brush my teeth. I think, my gosh, I think I'm brushing my teeth a lot better, you know? And so he says, if you don't know what you want, focus on whatever you're doing, make it become perfect. And then he says, only in this way can the thoughts be gathered and focused and resolution and energy be developed, which being done, there is nothing which may not be accomplished. So eventually, if you do this, you know, you're going to find something. I think a lot of times people, like I think I said in the last podcast or one in the previous, people want to become something, but they don't want to do anything about it. Right? Like, I mean, have you done anything since you've listened to the last podcast? I mean, you know, people want to become something, but they don't want to do anything about it. Write down your bucket list. Change what you're thinking about. Think about something on the bucket list. Write down 200 things. If you can't get to 200, write 50. I have that written down somewhere that I've done. I've done it myself. I need to do it again, actually. You know? 
And I'll tell you, any study that I do on any of these things, when I, I pull up, like when I was pulling up health, um, effects of thought on, on health, comes right back to meditation again. Now, can I say that I've meditated every day since the last podcast? No. Have I improved? Yes. But I mean, I, ha- I have room for growth through, you know? And then he says, strength can only be developed by effort and practice. So I have a, bra- a black bracelet that I wear every day, all the time. I've been wearing it for at least a year, maybe two. And it says on it, um, what you practice grows stronger. And I said this earlier, but little by little, a little becomes a lot. So don't expect it to happen overnight. And then he says here that strength can only be developed by effort and practice will at once begin to exert itself by and adding effort to effort, patience to patience and strength to strength will never cease to develop and will at last grow divinely strong. I truly believe that in my in my church. I mean, we believe in scripture study and prayer, and we talk about it over and over and over, and that we call it the Sunday School Answers, right? What If you want this, you study the scriptures. If you want this, you pray. You know, a scripture study and prayer over and over and over again. But honestly, when you consistently do those things in, in my life, I've seen a change. But you have to do it consistently over and over and over again. Little by little, a little becomes a lot. So whatever you want, you you work at it. So the mind training, is it's so true. Don't shy away from it like I did when I was younger. Um, he says, as the physically weak man can make himself strong by careful and patient training. Like if you're physically weak and you want to get strong, you just keep working at it. Keep lifting, keep getting stronger, keep working at it. You're going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Then he says, so the man of weak thoughts can make them strong by exercising himself in right thinking. And I think we worry a lot and we think a lot about our physical body and not so much about our mental bodies. And we really need to work on our mental bodies, our mental minds, our mental, our mental strength. We need to develop our mental strength. Doubts and fears should be rigorously, rigorously, sorry, rigorously excluded. Doubts and fears should be rigorously excluded. So, man, if you have great thoughts on this, share with me on on my website at howtobemore333 at gmail.com. Share with me. What are your ideas? What are your thoughts? How do you do it? How do you stop doubts and fears from coming into your mind? I simply say stop. You know, I say stop. Stop. I mean, I, you know, and it does help me. Um, the thoughts of doubt and fear never accomplish anything and never can. Literally, why do we worry? We worry that we're not going to do it. We're not going to be this. We're not going to do that. And it never brings anything. It never brings anything good at all. Right? So we have to stop worrying Stop the fear. Worry is fear. Why are you worried that you're not going to make the soccer team? Why are you worried about that? Why are you worried that you're not going to get an A in the class? Why are you worried that you're not going to have this or that? You know, just, just let that go. Let it go. Free yourself of that. Thoughts of doubt and fear never accomplish anything and never can. 
The will to do springs from the knowledge that we can do. And he who has conquered doubt and fear has conquered failure. My son was just playing this song today. Have you heard this song? And I can do it if I just believe it. I mean, seriously, why are there songs out there? Why are songs like that so popular? That song by R. Kelly is so, so timeless. I mean, so many people know it. I mean, really, he says, you know, he he even says in the song, I'm going to think on it all the time. I believe I can fly. I have to believe I can do it. And so, so much of life, so much of what you want to accomplish is believing that you can, believing that you will, and focusing your mind, your men- building your mental muscles, growing stronger in your mind. So believe in yourself this week. Go out there. Make it happen. Write a bucket list. Um, write in a gratitude journal. Do a vision board. Do something. Make yourself, m- help yourself believe that you can do anything that you want and that you will and that you can accomplish anything. I hope it's a great week for all of you. Please share the podcast. Please leave me feedback. Let me know what I can do to get you excited about having more in your life.